Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, beautiful human being, and welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast, or welcome if this is the first episode you are listening to. If this is the first episode, then to be honest, this is probably a great episode to listen to because I'm going to be sharing some personal updates and reflections. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a little bit more personal than maybe some other episodes. Although I would say every episode is very personal to me in a lot of ways. This one's going to be more personal in terms of like what's going on right now, which I don't know. It's so much easier to, or for me at least, it's it's been easier for me to share about my life on social media like after I have emotionally metabolized the experience, which I think is very normal. Like, and I think that's great. You know, we have to protect our emotions and ourselves and our healing and our journeys. And then we can decide if we want to share or not. And that's the cool thing about sharing is that we get to decide. And I'm so privileged to be able to speak my voice and have somewhat of an audience to speak my voice into. Like, I truly feel so lucky and so privileged and and so grateful for that. Um, And so I have to be really, I have to use a lot of discernment about how much I want to share, when I want to share, and if I want to share. And this is not something I was really going to talk about, but it's really cool because we all as individuals get to decide who, if, what, how, when we share. And obviously we cannot decide or we cannot determine the outcome of the sharing. Like we can't determine what somebody else will do with that information. They could either accept it. They could quote, say all the right things and be there for us. They could be upset about what we're sharing. They could not support us. We could be let down. And I think that's the thing is we have to be I have to be in a healed enough spot to share with somebody or many people and know that no matter what this person says to me or what audience says to me or what anyone says to me, I will be strong enough to continue on healing and continue to, you know, prioritize myself. And that doesn't mean that I don't take criticism or I don't take advice from people. Like if I were to share something vulnerable that I was going through with a friend of mine and they were to say, well, I don't really agree with everything that you're doing to help yourself or I don't really understand why you're, you know, if they were to give me any sort of critical feedback, of course, depending on who it was, I would listen to them and I would try my best to hear their side and take what I will with that information. But Overall, I feel like it's important to be in a spot where no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay and I will um, continue pushing forward despite whatever pushback I were to get from other people. Um, And okay, (laughs) this is not what the episode is supposed to be about. This is supposed to be, or this is going to be an episode on reflecting back on about a year, a little over a year post breakup. I was in a very serious relationship. In fact, I was married, so not just a breakup, um, a divorce. And I've been, 
I've been somewhat open about it. And the reason I haven't been that open about it is because it's not something, it's something that I've been, you know, moving on from and healing from. And um, it's something that I, I don't know, I shared a lot of my relationship previously. Um, and so many people were surprised to hear that I wasn't sharing about the divorce because I shared a lot about our relationship and I shared this person online. Um, but I don't share life with this person anymore. So I felt um, like it wasn't it wasn't an, of service to discuss the details of the separation, this breakup, this divorce. I still don't think it is, um, but I do think it's appropriate and I do want to share about my personal reflections one year-ish post-divorce. Um, so the reason I feel like I'm not only is the one-year marker making me reflect, it's been over a year, but not only is it that making me reflect, but I have a really exciting life update. And that is that I am moving to closer to the beach. I'm moving to a one bedroom little bungalow. And it is so exciting for me because I currently don't live alone and I'm moving and living alone. And this is something that I've, I wasn't ready for. I remember last year I was so determined to live alone and I lasted about one week and I broke down on a Saturday night because uh, plans fell through. I had plans with a friend and they fell through and so I didn't have any plans on a Saturday night. That would be fine now. I, I would like that now. That'd be great. But back then, I realized in that moment that I was not ready to live alone. I mean, I cried for, f I sobbed for five hours. I just, I couldn't, I could not handle the loneliness. I couldn't handle, I was so scared about what my life was going to look like. There were so many questions in my mind. And I decided then and there that I was going to live with a friend. And I'm so glad I did. And so I've lived with somebody for a year and it's been really fun. And I decided, you know, I want to move. I want to move on. I want to move um, I want to live alone. I, I know that one year after moving out, I am so ready to live on my own and I'm ready for this chapter of my life. Emotionally, financially, physically, mentally, all these, th all these things, I am ready for this. And, um, even though, trust me, it's scary emotionally, financially, physically, mentally, all these things, it's, it's still scary, but it's way more exciting and it's way more, I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm moving next week and I, um, yeah, this whole move, this whole decision has really empowered me so much. And it reminds me of the way I felt about a year ago when I was deciding these big life decisions of, of leaving a relationship that wasn't serving me anymore. And um, so that's why I have been reflecting and that's why I'm recording this episode is because I'm moving. So I'm so excited for this chapter of moving and living on my own. And it's, it's, I know that life is going to become very different for me. Um, I know that 
and, and, and here's the thing, obviously I don't have too much planning going on into this episode. So excuse my rambling, but hopefully it's helpful. This whole past year, even though so much has happened in my life, I have been somewhat avoidant of my feelings. I, this is me getting really, really vulnerable and real. I've been on and off with therapy. I haven't been consistent with it. I've given up on it, to be honest, a, a few a couple times, like kind of got, felt stuck, but I've restarted therapy and I've been avoidant because I've been using work and using acting and using, um, I don't know, just being productive to cope with this loss of a life that I lived. And I've been grieving this life for many, many, many years. It's not just been one year, but, you know, I just, I know that I've been kind of running away and this year has been amazing in so many ways. I restarted modeling. I got signed to a great agency. I started acting just about a little under a year ago. I got an acting manager. I booked booked a lot of jobs. I've become a better actor. I've done acting class. I got an, uh, an agent for acting in film and TV. I have been, um, you know, working more in terms of, I've been just continuing doing this podcast. I've been really, really like showing up for myself. Um, and I've, I feel like I look like me again. I feel like I um, have been just eating in a way that feels really great for me. I've been, you know, my period is really regular. My hormones are regular. The only thing that hasn't been great is my sleep. That's something I'm continuing to work on. But I have had so many great, amazing things happen this year. And not all of my, I haven't been so avoidant that I've not been able to feel anything. But in hindsight, I have been using my time um, and, and, and doing everything I can, I guess, to avoid feeling discomfort. And I feel strongly that I'm ready to truly heal and face myself and, and, and be, um, slow down. And I already talked about how I want to slow down for the rest of the year. And that's really important to me, but, you know, I didn't really go into specifics about, what it means for me to slow down. I mean, I did, but I think like emotionally and mentally, something that, a a lesson that I've learned um, has been, there's only so much we can do to avoid feeling our emotions. And I think that being somewhat avoidant is probably healthy, Um, but I'm, I'm I'm a feeler. Like I've always felt very deeply. And the past year, I haven't felt as much as I want to feel. I haven't felt, I I felt a little bit blocked. And so, like I said, now that I'm going to be living on my own, going, I'm, you know, I restarted therapy. I'm still going to work. I'm still going to do all the things I want to do, but I just want to focus so, so, so much on being alone and being okay with being alone on 
healing and thinking and letting myself think on stepping in into the unknown in a lot of ways trusting in my process trusting in my decisions even more than i ever have um because there's a different type of trust where you're trusting yourself and you're in fight or flight and that's like i feel like the for me that's like the early stages of big decision making where you're like all i know is that i need to get out of this environment and i need to like visualize my life in a different way and and that that's like the two things i can do right now to make these big decisions but now now that I've done those things, all I need to do is just sit in my feelings. I need to sit in my life. I need to slow down. I need to not have plans made tomorrow and tonight. I need to be okay with not having a million things to do. I need to, I want to be so at peace with my life that I want to have a day where I have nothing to do and I want that day to be a great day. And to be honest, that has not been the case this past year. I haven't been able to wake up and have nothing to do and just exist and be me and live happy and a good life um, that day. Like do whatever I wanted to do and not feel like I was missing out or I was not being productive enough or something along those lines. Another thing I really want to do in terms of slowing down for the rest of the year is I want to be single. I do not want to date. Um, I want to be off the dating apps. I want to not be closed off to dating. Like I want to, I don't want to be like closed off out in the wild, out in real life. Like I want to be open and I want to be able to receive if somebody wants to come up to me and like talk to me or vice versa. Like if I really, I guess if I want to talk to somebody, I would, but um, I don't want to seek i want to slow down i don't want to chase i just want to be and that's the same for the job stuff like i just want to receive and exist and slow down i want to meditate i want to focus on self-care and that's so super important to me as well and i'm just like wondering what that's going to do for me in terms of my job my career my love life i don't know my emotional world um and I really want to focus, like I said, on sleep, on health, on self-care, on physical self-care. That's something that's been lacking for me because I've been so busy. I did a whole podcast episode on this. Um, so that's going to be a top priority of mine. Whereas like acting has been a top priority of mine. And, and acting is still a priority, but it's just, I just want to feel like I'm not like getting out of bed and thinking like, what do, what do I have to do today? Anyways, another thing I really want to focus on is social media because my relationship with social media has been really interesting because I've not been super consistent on it. I've been on and off. I've clearly just not really known what my place is on social media these days. I feel really confident now, but, um, you know, the past year I have felt like a little bit paralyzed by social media. I have felt a little bit stuck and I've not really known how to show up online as my authentic self and I think a lot of it this is me being very very honest as per usual a lot of it has to do with not really feeling confident in exactly who I am and what I stand for I mean I obviously stand like I know what I stand for I know my values but I think there was a little bit of a lack of 
confidence in myself and that is something that is very real to me like in terms of who I am I and like creating a new life for myself that it felt too overwhelming to like for the first year of my life where I was really creating a new life for myself it felt too overwhelming to show up on social media while I was doing that my life outside of social media felt too vulnerable and too like unknown for me to show up on social media and be like here and able to share and I could have shown up on social media I could have shown up I could have gone through it gone through the things and shared with you guys and shared with social media but I I just I didn't at the end of the day I didn't want to I didn't feel like that would be of service to me not saying that's a bad thing like I did that with my recovery and I I still continue to do that with the podcast a lot in a lot of ways like in this one but I just needed to live my life and heal on my own and like that's something I've never really done before um, besides like I feel like when I went to Bali by myself but that's something I've not done like consistently and my relationship with social media I feel is really great now because I feel really inspired by it again and I'm super excited to like show up online and see like what happens and really I needed to like release the expectations of social media and release the expectations of what it meant for me to be online versus not online what does it mean for me for me to be an actor and have social media can those things coexist like not comparing myself to anyone but really just truly being me and allowing myself to be like a trailblazer and a leader in my own life and become like a whole person and that's what I really ultimately this is what I want this is what I need to do I feel like I've been kind of picking up the pieces of my life and repositioning them to become whole again I want to be so at peace that I just want to be able to live my life without any attachment to I mean of course I'm going to have attachment to a lot of things but I want to be as unattached as possible more specifically to the outcome the outcomes of things that's what i want to release the attachment to um and obviously that's like not going to happen 100 percent. i don't think that should happen 100 percent. i think it's good to have expectations but um that's kind of my intention i want to talk about a little bit more about breakup stuff and divorce stuff if you will here are some interesting things i've learned the past year number one i don't know if it's because i live in los angeles or not i don't know how much los angeles has to do with it i don't think it has that much to do with it though nobody cares that i'm divorced (laughs) like no one cares literally no one judge has judged me at least on the outside no one's judged me um and I don't know why I thought they would. Like, I don't know why my brain went back to, like, it's the freaking, like, 60s or something. But I just, no one cares. And I feel like no one even really cares if you've been in a long-term relationship and you're out of it. Like, I don't know. No one has done anything but just absolutely respect me and be there for me. And I'm not just talking about men. I'm talking about, like, everyone. Like, everyone has been so there for me and and not and not even like questioned anything another thing i'm thinking is like in the past year truly every single week every single month made a huge difference and 
I remember feeling like, oh my God, like I can't even imagine, like I don't want to feel like this in a month. I don't want to feel like I'm in a fight or flight another month, another two months. How am I going to survive feeling like this? And it was very similar to that of recovery where like you just do, you just move on, you just keep going and it does get easier. And I know everyone says that, but truly like it started off with like, okay, I just need to get through the day. And then it got to, okay, I just need to get through the week. And then it got to like, oh, like I'll be okay. Like I was okay last month. I'm going to be even better this month. And then before I knew it, I was just truly, I had transcended and I, things still were tough to think about. And I still cried and I grieved and I wrote poems and I got closer with my mom than ever, with my friends. This is another thing. When I did not realize how much I had in in terms of like other relationships in my life. I have leaned in hard <laughs> onto my family and my friends. I have just absolutely become become my best friend's roommate at this point. I mean, I am just like always checking in, always calling. Same with my my parents and the people in my life and just the people in my life who just I realized how much support I really had. I really had so much support outside of my relationship, my primary romantic relationship that ended. I just was so supported in my life and I didn't even realize that until I was outside of it. You know, I didn't even realize that and that's so cool to think about. Um, And another reflection is how much your energy change how much my energy changed just being out in the world going to coffee shops getting groceries going to the beach i truly feel like i really didn't do anything different maybe i maybe i did maybe i smiled more or had something physical change i don't i don't don't know what it is but i feel like the energy of me is must be super different because I get approached by so many people not just guys but like like I feel like women friends like like friends complimenting me and um like people I don't know like women complimenting me or um getting approached by people or job opportunities or whatever it is like I feel like my energy truly like this is the um this is the, what am I thinking? What's the word? Oh my gosh. What is the word? Oh, this is going to bother me. It is when you, it's that personification, the metaphor. Oh gosh, the metaphor. Thank goodness. This is the metaphor. If I do not clear out the old energy, I cannot get new energy. Literally. If I really, really want new clothes, I will clean out my closet and then I will go shopping or, and then like a brand will send me some clothes. And I know that sounds so dumb, but I feel like I need to clear out the energy in order to get new energy, like have the space for new energy, really to have the capacity for new energy. And 
I feel like I don't really do anything differently, but I just have that energy just exists. And I feel like this is very similar to that of recovery energy where when we just simply exist in recovery or post-recovery, when we just feed ourselves well, when we just have food freedom, have body freedom, have self-love, that we don't need to say anything to the people in our lives. We don't need to like we can, but we don't need to say anything about what we're doing and how we feel to our friends and our family. Just by us living life that way, we are inspiring. The energy is inspiring to those around us. And th- those around us can see that we are living a certain way that's really aligned. And like I said, you don't need to say anything about that. You don't need to change anything about your behavior or say anything about your behavior because just you existing in this energy field, so to speak, is enough. So that is something that I've noticed is really, really cool. Um, so this was a ramble city. Ramble city. I don't even know. This, this, was, this was all over the place. But thank you for being here and listening. I hope it was interesting to you. And if you're going through some sort of breakup or you're moving on from something in your life, I just want you to know that you are going to be okay. And my biggest lesson, I guess, from myself is to take time, take all the time that you need and be really patient with yourself. And, and that's something that I had to do. And I'm glad I did it because my future self or my current self is really happy about where I'm at and where I'm going. So... I'm so excited to share with you guys my new little place that I have. It's so cute. It's like a little bungalow cottage and I can't wait to just cook and sleep and meditate and do all the things I love to do in there. Um, So thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was a little bit of a different one, a little bit of a weird one, but I just appreciate you all so much. Take the cake is getting old. Take the cake is gonna be five years old oh my god (laughs) i have a five-year-old no i'm just kidding so thank you so much for listening to this episode i will see you all in the next episode and yeah have a good day bye